You want to go to the bar? Yeah, I'll go to the bar. Beneath the bar. You're a fraud. Where you partying? Bartender! Yeah, I'll take another. This is Beneath the Bar, presented by TBBLC. Here we go, boys and girls. Welcome back to another edition of Beneath the Bar. Under the podcast, the Brown Bag Lunch Crew. As always, I'm your co-host Adam Philpot, joined by Mackenzie Quinn and yeah, producer in house Jason J Baird Vizina. And we also got Curdy Quinn on the line, as always, head producer of the Brown Bag Lunch Crew and the Beneath the Bar Boys Pod. Somber week for the boys this week. Uh, for those who know, it is Fiesta Weekend. Unfortunately, it's canceled. But we'll, we'll make it through nonetheless. Um, so before we dive in, quick shout out to our sponsor, Neptune's Harvest, Tom Malloy. You know what they say because you want to hit them with it, Kenny? Big ass pumpkins, big ass fucking results, results. baby. How That's are right. you, Tommy? For all your agricultural and growing needs, hit them up. We also have a special shout out um, for a, a near and dear friend. I'm going to let Kenzie take this one. A uh, big moment for the boys, especially for him. I'm proud of him. Take it away. Big shout out to uh, Captain Kel, Kellen O'Malley. I was just cruising down the harbor uh, coming in. We saw Kellen on a nice big old to- uh, lobster boat that he bought. It's called the Centerfold. Different association than with the titty bar underneath the breast bar. But a uh, big moment for Kel. Um, I was glad I got to see him out there on the first time. He had his family and friends out there, so that was awesome. That's sweet. And for those of you coming from out of town, or even if you're in town, interested in booking a, a fishing charter, hit up Connemara Bay Charters. Um, Captain Kell and Captain Kev will take good care of you. Whether you just want to go out lobstering, fishing, have a clam bake, uh, bachelor party, whatever it is, hit them up. They'll take great care of you for sure. That's Connemara Bay Fishing Charters, located in good old Gloucester, Mass. Yeah, baby. All righty. So as we alluded to a little earlier, it, it's it's a somber week. You know, there's and I think reality's hit in for the boys now. This would be uh, Thursday night of Fiesta. When starts Wednesday, um, I feel like Thursday, especially for the older crowd, is when you know people really start getting in one, as we like to say on the Beneath the Bar pod. This is uh this is usually the kickoff for me, just because people are running the 5K. I'm never one of them, so I'm just down there watching. Yeah, we don't. Run. We pack a, little, running. pack a little cool, you go sit down, uh, come out of work, grab some beers, and just watch people run by. And, and it's like, it's a short race, as you know, 5K, it's what, 3.6 miles? That's um, not short to me, but... Yeah, yeah, more than I'd run, but like, the people who are running still uh, give you a <laughs> smile going by and everything. Uh, they have some little kids out there, so it's good. Uh, and when it's over, you, you walk down, and that's where St. Peter's Square is absolutely buzzing. I think they give out beers to the runners um, afterwards, a couple T-shirts, and that's when everybody really feels like Fiesta's in, in the swing. For sure. It's, and it's, a, it's an odd look down St. Peter's Square right now with all the cars still parked there. Every year you always wonder how they fit Fiesta in, in that spot, but they always do it. And then I was walking, walking by it yesterday, and... You know, you look and there's no Ferris wheel. There's no carnival rides. You know, the Ferris wheel. If you were lucky enough back in the day, maybe get a get a piece of skin out there. Maybe get a snake <laughs> out at the top. Who knows? Hey, hey, hey! Roll call. <laughs> the craziest part, not even that all the rides fit in there. It's how quick they put them up. I mean, yeah. it's almost sketchy. But the best feeling is you drive by St. Peter's Square the first time you see it setting up, and you literally get tingling. Yeah, I you almost feel loop. like. Carnies get a bad rap. They seem to work hard. I mean, the, the they they jumped the kid we just shouted out what yeah. like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah but I'm not gonna lump all of them into that. <laughs> that was a bad move. Yeah, uh, like, the Carnies did a, a solid for me one time, so I'll, I'll never. Uh, would you would you care to enlighten the listeners uh, on that endeavor? No, no, I don't. No, <laughs> no, not yet. No. Okay. But, uh, Too soon. Right. Another another thing is, I've made it a little ritual uh, since I've worked at the bank in town, Bank Gloucester. Um, on Fridays, I'd walk down on lunch and grab a sausage from Andy. Oh. 
and oh. can't do that. I mean, you can't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, last year I didn't. Andrew was done last year, wasn't yeah. he? I had to get a yeah. guy. You me. know what? We'll do another plug. Hey, fuck it. We'll plug local businesses all day long. <laughs> We're going to plug Mom's Kitchen. They had a post today. Uh, Ambie Sausage stand out there, and they said, you're probably missing this guy, but we'll take care of you. They're, they're going to pump out a bunch of Ambie Sausages, peppers and onions. You can get a, a Modiga sub if you'd like. Um, so hit up Mom's Kitchen if you got that Viva Fever in you. You want to head down the fort, get some grub. I haven't been down there yet, but I've heard great things about their breakfast as well as the, the Mudiga sub sandwich. Uh, yeah. Breakfast, yeah, very good, very good. There we go. Sad part is, last time, I think, Thursday night last year, we were pretty much blackout singing karaoke uh, at Machaca. At Machaca, right yep. So it's, it's, it's tough to swallow. It's tough it to is, swallow. for sure. I mean, and they're just the, there's so much stuff set up down there. You touch it. I still can't believe it's... It's almost like the pier grows about 40 feet every time Fiesta's set up, just yeah. so, just so you can fit shit down there. Oh, yeah. But just there's usually just a buzz. Even even the when you go to even when you're going to work, you drive by at what 8 a.m. Yeah. Like, Damn, dude, look what's waiting for me when I get out. Mm-hmm. Everybody's down there. I usually see a ton of kids. I coach little league, just running around like a bunch of freaking dickheads doing dumb shit, playing games, winning toys, and it's awesome. And then not not to mention where everybody hang out hung out as an adolescent oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the hoops the hoops down yeah. there with where you walk in they got uh, they used to have the the alien head drinks and that's if you were 14 to 16 that's where you were hanging out hoping to see some girls kiss you kiss yeah. them. maybe <laughs> a, maybe a mixie and a, and a gatorade bottle oh, yeah, yeah. How, are, how are you at the carney games what's your favorite what's your least favorite um i love the square gun game um classic, classic. Dude, getting getting a group on on the square guns and just having a battles epic um the basketball game classic too. I love. Yeah, the basketball game. Um, Kenny, you've had some good luck on the football game. You've won the Tarasenko jersey, right? Oh, I got I got the Joe Sakic one last year too. I'm two for two. That game's no joke. Like that's a tough game. I got to tell you, the first time the Tarasenko jersey that I won, one of my favorite players in the league and everything. I'm down there. I'm like, wow, look at that. Ten bucks. I'll give it a go. Little kid on my little league team was there, and he gave me some insight. He said, "Hey, that the second one in." Is the biggest tire in there. Whoa. You got to go down there. So I waited for it to open up in there. I I think I got five of them. I missed the first. I missed the first one. I ripped two off. Cross-eyed drunk. There's people behind me cheering me on, and I ripped one through. Won the jersey. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The sneaky underrated timeout as the dog. Christ. No, we're, we, no, we, we just come back in. She's gonna bark until we're done. Yeah. Oh, it's Jimmy. That's fine. She's good. All right. Here's an underrated. Uh, it's not a game as so much. Um, you know, the rope ladder. You gotta crawl up. So I never did it when I was younger, but when you're 26, 27 with a buzz on, it's kind of tough. Do you remember? Do you remember we were with a couple of chicks down there last year, and they went up with and they're just full on thongs up the skirt. Oh yeah. You can't, you can't be climbing the rope ladder in a short white skirt. I don't know what you're doing. Probably that- part of the could have been part of the plan. Hey hey hey. <laughs> Was there anything worse as a kid, like just playing the games and not being able to win, and then the fucking carnies just doing one try and you're like. Oh, yeah, and then your fuck. dad has to pay off the carny like forty bucks because yeah. the kid won't leave to uh. <laughs> Billy gets his toy. I won't name any names, but he's you know, related to so me. So, what would you what would you classify as the hardest game down there? I don't usually play them all. I've stuck to the football throwing since I've won a couple jerseys down there. But I think the, the oh, go ahead, go ahead. no, go ahead. I think the most frustrating <laughs> is the bucket, and you just gotta throw the ball in there. Yeah, that was, it pisses off. me off. No, it's just a bucket, and you gotta just throw oh, the yeah, ball, yeah. and it's so hard, and it's just like this should be so that easy. one. What about the plank of wood that is diagonal and they put the laundry bucket below it at like an oh, angle? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh, isn't that that's not the one you were talking about, Jason? No, I was just talking about the one with the barrel just in the air, like tilted a little. It's like, yeah. So around one of these on the wall, and they clearly have some wood back there, so it's got bounces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to put <laughs> a little they also use on. this for the one that I was talking about with the wooden plank that comes down at an angle, and you got a friggin' CH, a space down there to put the ball in. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to put a little English on those puppies. I think the hardest for me, I've never really even played it, it just looks tough as shit, is you got to shoot out the star with the 
guns. The pellet gun? Yeah, the hardos do that. Yeah. I cut yeah, well, <laughs> you know you know if you know someone stepping up there, chances are he's gonna win because yeah. you don't play that game unless you're good at it. And he's got a full sleeve of tats. <laughs> <laughs> Juiced up. Yeah. Best part though is the bar, right? Best part of Fiesta is just Yeah, now that you're older, you can Fiesta for the kids is tremendous. They have a great time. But when you get to that age of like 18, 19, 20, you're kind of like, all right, just house parties. But once you get inside of that bar on Fiesta, they got the live music playing. And you know us, we're beneath the bar. Our, our livelihood, so to speak, <laughs> is the bar. <laughs> so... We've been, you've been known to end up end up beneath the level of the bond as well. <laughs> as well. Correct. But, um, That's the whole namesake. To touch a little bit on going out when you hit that age to the bar, Saturday at Gloho is out of control. Can't, you can't even move. They have the live band on the inside, and then they have DJ Vito <laughs> pumping smoke. Yeah. Jason Bezina front row fist pumping <laughs> for his guy DJ Vito outside. So there's music everywhere. Chicks everywhere. Oh, it's almost. Everywhere. And the yes is almost too many people. It is for my liking. I'm a, yeah. I'm a Saturday for sure. Oh, Saturday line to get a fiesta. Worst part, but sneaky best part. It's fun sometimes. You get a good it group. It is. No, you. you gotta just, you gotta go in there, lath it up, because you know it's gonna be a while for you till you can get a drink. That's why you get like three at a time. Shout out to the people who come with thirty packs into that line and hand out beers, whether Austin, they're charging or not. Austin Souza. Austin Souza. The last two years has been the MVP. He's been blackout from walking the Lucy Pole, <laughs> and he just like gave. I think he gave Mike Burbank like a hundred bucks, and he was just like, "Go get beer and bring it back." Next thing you know, he's on his knee in front of everyone pissing in the bush. We're like, dude. <laughs> 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 but he brings the party. Yeah, it's so... The, the crazy thing about the bar is it can be whatever you want it to be at any point in time. So like Fiesta, my, my bar mood kind of swings a little bit as if I'm just shooting the shit Sunday football bar. Ooh. You know, I'm down Fiesta. I'm probably going to be cranking Red Bull Vodka's. Or maybe some, not to be a hardo, <laughs> RBVs for life. <laughs> or like, so, you know, a tequila soda, something light, boozy. Not a, You don't want to be ripping down beers down there. But then well, Sunday gets, football, my, my, the I can't, maybe I'll drink about 18 IPAs if they yeah. let me. Hey, but it gets to the point when you're in that bar and you're profusely sweating. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wow, dude, can I drink another Red Bull vodka? And then what do you see? You just get... About four Bud Lights, crispy Bud Lights, and it's so warm in there that you see the beads of sweat. They're oh, coming yeah. down, Instant. and you can tell how refreshing they are. And you can get four of them for eight bucks. Yeah, I would never say a Bud Light's underrated, but a beer cart Bud Light's underrated. The accessibility of the beer cart—you can skip the line, cash only. You can get in and out of there quicker instead of just waiting in line. You get everybody wanting a mixed drink. Some people don't want to settle for the beer, but you're right, Kenny. That's a great call. Nice what's your what's your etiquette at the bar? Are you the person pushing everyone out of the way to get to the front? Are you waiting? No, not really. Yeah. I'm a big uh, eye contact. If they lo- yo oh. get me one, I got you on the next one. You know, if Staring. they come, what do you want? Or I'll oh, shoot a text. I'll shoot a quick text. Here we go. I'm I'm staring at the bartender straight in the eyes until he looks at me and my hands up immediately. I gotta say, I'm I'm looking. I'm going strategic. I'm trying to find a fault in the wall. Yes. A weak link in the wall, and you can tell like you can. Almost shift your way in there. If you're with someone, say, hey, wait here. I'll get the drinks. Or if we're down Gloho, I'm probably standing next to the up-down, the, the drawbridge. And I'm just like, hey, what can you do for him? And he's like, give me a second. I'll tend to some people. And then, I mean, you cut half the guys. Shout out, Herdo. I like to get a friend, a little buddy system, and say, hey, we'll both wait in line. Whoever gets the bartender first That's smart. buys the drinks. That's smart. Yeah. You can go on both. You got to almost read right. the bartender, see which way he's working yeah. throughout the night. So you can kind of. Also, don't sleep on finding a hot chick that you may, maybe you don't know her, maybe you do know her. She's at there already, and you say, listen, here's some money. Buy yourself a drink and get me four Red Bull Hawkers. Yeah. Sometimes he tries to take advantage of you, though, and says, oh, you're going to buy some for her. Yeah, oh, no, I got three friends with me. Yeah, so yeah. Next thing you know, you wake up, you got $70 charge on that one trip. Literally, you leave your, you leave your car down below, you go the next morning, and it's friggin' are you, a $300 are, are, you, are you guys card checkers? I refuse. 
I will not check my credit card until the end of the month. Don't even, I don't check where the charges come from. It's a strictly, I'm going to pay this balance off on the day that it's due. Right. Just pay the balance. The next day, we're back. We're fresh. We got, we had a zero balance. What are you going to do? I feel like Kenzie is Frank from Shameless, and there's just a running tab for him at the Gloucester House. (laughs) And at some point, he just has to pay it. And they're like, okay, you're squared up now and good for the next month. No, no, to, to, to your point, there's been nights where it's been the 10 hour shift and then the eyes droop low and I get home and I'm like, damn, no credit card. And then I come down the next day and I'm going to have lunch because my credit card is there and I love that place. And I'm just like, Herdo, I'm sorry. I, uh, and he goes, dude, I, I know you're going to come back. I don't have to, I don't have to come looking for you. <laughs> right. So it's almost like a rewards program. So like, give me your favorite. This is uh, honestly so tough. Your favorite bar scene or situation at any age you've had. So, like, when we were younger, Captain Carlos ripped, and that was the spot to go. Um, obviously, Gloss House now, Blue Co. on a summer night is sweet, too. But I also love a low-key Gloss House Sunday watching football with the boys. You got a ton of action going on some games, and you're just hanging out. And next thing you know, you get there at 1130. It's 730. You're, you're almost there for the West Coast college game. Shit. <laughs> So you touched on it. Captain Carlos was jumping. I don't know if it's because when we first turned 21, we could just go out all the time. They always had live music. They were always older women you knew, that you knew they had dancing up a storm. And they had you spanking the planks out on the deck, and it was beautiful. Yeah. We had lunch at Captain Carlos. I would be rem- Yesterday, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention your birthday. Happy yeah. 27th birthday, wow. my friend. Happy. But we had lunch out there, and it brought it back a little bit. Um, it did. Because I did have that rum bucket, and holy moly, that that might be my number one drink in town right now. That's a great bang for your buck. For the modest price of $16, you get about four rum four rum drinks, and it's absolutely phenomenal. And guess what? They let me take the bucket home with me. Wow. wow. Your bucket itself has got to be four bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was too early for the Captain Carlos. Hit. Yeah. I think right when I turned 21, that's when people stopped. But they, it looked good. They used that. to have, like, theme nights that have oh. 80s. They'd have yeah, they'd have country. It was good. Sweet Adam, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a Sunday guy too, low key. Even like a weekday night when you're just trying to get after it, but just sit at the bar with like a couple boys, and then yeah. random people show up, you know, because it's gloss there, and you're just shooting the shit. Because when you're young and you go out to the bar and you get to the point, and I get to this point a lot where I'm like, holy shit, I'm way too drunk to be here right now. And I'm an Irish goodbye at that point. I don't even think twice. <laughs> I could have a. I could have bought a brand new. I'm a vodka soda guy, chick drink, but that's me. And I'll just put it down and walk home. Like I've I've had enough. I get to a point where I've had enough. I have to give you some full blown props for having a switch in you to realize what's going <laughs> yeah. on, because I know for a fact myself with the guy across from me absolutely does not have that. <laughs> I get the tummy no. ache. That's what I know. It's time to go. Don't want to throw up in front of everyone. I've gotten. He's got. I know. He's just been like he is so good for so long and then a point comes and i always describe it to people as the, the switch the light switch just goes off oh yeah you could be having a full-blown conversation you turn around and you look back at him and everything's drooped a little bit it's yeah. like he's almost <laughs> aged and there's yeah. been points harmless where, harmless no but yeah, also never like, harmless. yeah would never harm us all i don't know harmless if but with legless <laughs> yeah hard legless I remember. I don't know if it couldn't have been Fiesta, but it was just a random Saturday at Blue Co. Wait, did you did you just say you're also like this? No, he's I legless. said armless, legless, armless, oh. legless. Gotcha. Yeah. It was I, a night at him with the crossbow, legless. A night at Blue Co. where the full full Phil Pot family was legless on the dance floor, ripping it up, and it was on. Oh, that was my sister's engagement party. Yeah, that's what it was. You guys were getting after it on the dance floor. Yeah. Good too. Like you get the parents in there in Glosser because. That's why Captain Carlos was sweet because the the parents were, were always there too. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. Like on a Sunday though, Sunday you get there at like maybe the two three o'clock, and then you party till the sun goes down, and then maybe you get home at like eight nine o'clock, get a good night's sleep for work. That's an incredible day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ken's, how about final round club champs? Oh, you beat me. You keep beating me because that was coming. What a day we had, Curdy. Chased down Stevie Sala from the back of the pack, made an absolute bomb on 17. My the one putt he let me read the whole 36 holes. Biggest read of Kenzie's caddy in career. Bucketed it. 
And then I, I did get a little too big for my britches on the next hole. Tried to tell him to do something real dumb. He kind of told me to go fuck myself. But anyway, we uh, we took the trophy down to Blue Co. Dave was working. Treated us like kings down there. Great and drinking trophy. The best. And the best, the funniest part is we get in there and like we're all gassed a little bit. We sit down and Dave's like, boys, what, what are we drinking? What do we want in the cup? And Kurt wanted like fucking Sam Adams or something. And, no. Dave, and Dave goes, no, 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 no. I will not put any beer in that trophy. And he just kept making rum drinks. Rum drinks after rum bucket out of the trophy. We had the Turner boys down there. Drew Luster, Anne-Marie, Michael. And what that was top two day I've had down there. And it was because there was no traffic either. We had the whole place oh, to ourselves. Yeah, cornhole. Cornhole out on the patio and just sipping the rum, rum bucket, some would say. What do you think? We're talking a lot about Blue Co. You guys are friends with Dave. I know I had this happen when I was a kid at Leonardo's, where I probably owe Leonardo's three grand from just going there and getting free food. But now we're older, you guys are getting booze. What do you think your grand total you probably owe? Not owe, but like. What, they gifted us? Yeah, they gifted you. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's going to be close to we've been We've been regulars there for about, what, four or five years? It's going to be like 10 grand. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Oh, like 20 grand. So when yeah. we went down there for our fantasy football championship party, oh I, I put me and Kurt on a tab. Kurt had about seven beers. I had about eight mixed drinks, and we got food. <laughs> and Dave gave me a bill for about $27. Yeah. And I was like, Dave, like, come on. And he goes, dude, you brought all these kids down here who kiss. Right. So, I mean, and he's and it's not like a one-time occasion. He treated us like that all the time. Lenny still throws us a bone here and there. And uh, I believe, I mean, Hurdle caught on after that one tough day after management went through that big swing. But, um, no, it's <laughs> the that it's, the rollerblade day? I've had two. When it's <laughs> <laughs> that's like, uh, that's what you didn't want to talk about for Fiesta. We're going to let uh, that one go. Have, have you ever been kicked out? I know another roommate's been kicked out a couple of times. Have you ever been? So I, I, haven't been I haven't been suspended because I've, the... I've, had, uh, I've had a couple conversations with Dave, and he's been like, dude, take me. It was a suggestion about two, two, three nights yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what, nice. what did Tyler have about six months? Yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah he's had two vans, dude. He's got a full year. Which is unreal. Pretty much like a he's Barry Bond. No, did he ever get suspended? A Rod, you got a freaking half a season. But the thing with Ty too is he would be down there three nights a week for dinner. So that was like that was a big thing. He had to find a new spot. But, um, Do you have any, uh, while we're on the bar topic, any good fake ID stories? I know me and Kenny have had some good laughs with the fake IDs. Not I. Not I. I had my brother. I didn't have a fake. I had my brothers. And he said, don't ever fucking think about I'll, it. I'll run the li listeners through a little little history, history lesson about Adam and Uncle Ken. Uh, I think I was going into my junior or senior year of high school, so Kenny was a year older. We were going down to Maryland with our buddies, Ilgis, uh, Chubbs De Silva. Got to get them back. And Hoppy, going to visit their buddy down there. So we're like, dude, we got to get some fake IDs. So we go to this sketchy store. The guy's like selling leather belts as like a cover-up and some belt buckles or whatever. It was a cow they were cowboy boots, a cowboy store. Yeah. So the way it worked was you go in one by one. And, you know, we have our names and our just our normal names, but like our states and our addresses of what we want to do. But you go in there one by one, and the uh, way that it was set up, so you wouldn't get a fake ID with an actual license that it would look like if you were to be from that state. It was like a made-up template. So it turns out we all go in with different states, and we come out, and we all chose yeah. the same fucking template. Dude, so, so like, I'm from New York, they and it looks like the same be... as He's from Rhode Island. They weren't supposed to be licenses. It was it was like an alternate form of identification. So they had these templates. These uh, who got one? Who got one with you? Who were the first couple in there? I don't know. I was. I no, had it was him anyway. It was him and another person. They went in and they got the same state. And I failed my permit three times by then, so I had no form of identification, which was tough. So Quaida gave me Luke El just gave me his school ID. And the guy took his school ID with not my picture on it. It was Luke's. So my ID said Lucas Ilges. But I went in last, and I ended up picking the same fucking template as these dinks. So we go into the bar that night. The Thirsty and, Turtle, was it? 
the thirsty toe, the first one, and we put him down. And they're like, dude, will you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> yeah, what are you guys, a clown show? So we ended up just like eating some wings. We had to go find another one. And out pops RJ Bentley's, which I believe was in the Barstool Final Four of college bars. And we go in and we, we put him down. Like we have a waitress and everything. And she comes over and she picks up our IDs, not to mention two different states, same template. And she looks at us and she goes, boys, these are the worst fucking things I've seen in my entire <laughs> life. I'm like 18, Adam 17. And we're like, fuck, dude. And she goes, you know what? Just because they're so bad, you guys can stay the night. And we were so fired up, dude. I've never seen a table that electric. We ended up going in the back of the bar, sat there for hours. And I'm like 18. I call my dad. I'm like, loaded. I'm like, dad, what's up? I'm at the bar. And he goes, dude, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, are there any chicks there? And my response was, don't even care. Dude, I'm at the bar. <laughs> we were just absolutely getting mucked up, which yeah. is unbelievable. But um, that was that was great. We uh, that that was in D.C. because we were partying in Maryland. He, he drove us to D.C. because he had the, I mean that guy probably made so much money peddling dog shit IDs to people. <laughs> oh yeah. Curdy, speaking of that, on the on the way home from your graduation, me and Dad had the GPS going to your house from Bridgeport. We drove by my house. We drove by Jewett Avenue. I said, yeah, it was that's, about that's, two that's, streets that's, down. It was wild. That's my street. You got, you got to take me there. We drove by the house. I was getting fake beers from. <laughs> I got one. Uh, I gave my ID, my real ID that was, I think, expired at that point when I got a new one to James Turner. He's now 21 over the statute of limitations for this one at, uh, what is it? The freaking mile Marina. Marker. Yeah, mile marker. And... <laughs> Wiki ended up taking it, I think. I think it was Wick, it, because he probably either knew who I was relatively and that James wasn't me. But then it was just hilarious hearing the next morning that Kenzie oh, got a call from Sam Saputo being like, hey, I got your brother's ID here. It's like expired and somebody was using it. And I was like, yeah, I gave it to him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I got a call from Sammy and she said something. I was like, Sam, Cody's 21. What do you mean? She goes, oh, it, it wasn't him. Somebody had it. I'm like, oh, I'll give the kid a break. You cannot be using someone else's glosser ID in glosser. Everyone knows everyone. Like, what's the point? Yeah, I guess. I mean, D Jay, Jay, I I know you may think I'm kind of a big deal, but I feel like not a lot of people know me. No, <laughs> still, <laughs> oh. you never know. Some people might. The guy at the door might. DJ, what was it when uh, Saturday a fiesta when you had Benny T's? Were you in yeah, front of him? It was my. I was you my twenty. Uh, you in front of Ben though, so like if they're like, dude, yeah. we just let this kid in. The kid with the real one couldn't have got so, one. I had never even met Benny T before that. I just got his ID secondhand, and I'm in line with the fake Benny T, and the real Benny T is like 20 people behind me. So I'm like, oh shit, maybe they're gonna pick up on two Benny T's going in there, <laughs> but it never came to fruition. So I just. My first fiesta in the bars, I was Benny T. It was sick. Hey, before we get off the bar topic, can we touch on when, when we first came on the Gloho scene, glow, how unbelievable Gloho After Dark was? We'd yeah. be pumping tunes, and there were the same 20 people in there every night just absolutely I think it up. everybody would have something good to say about Gloho After Dark besides Smallsy because he got ran for about three hundo oh, and AC Doocy. Had dude. to go to the ATM. Dave calling Dave's mom calling him in the morning and be like, dude, why did you charge some kids credit card like fucking four hundred dollars? And we're like, I he uh, he ran up a couple double posts on AC Ducey. <laughs> dude, those are great times. Great times. I mean, that's my favorite place in town. You yeah. can go, you can find when it's running running and ripping, especially in the winter, you can find me down there for about sixteen hours a weekend. Who's the all-time regulars down there? Sarah Grobe. Kyle Ryan. Kyle Ryan. Uh, Johnny Francis. Yeah. yeah. Malloy Connor. Leanne. 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 The best one, Captain Kel's dad brings his own fish. Captain like, Kev? Yeah. You cook my fish. Oh, there's been there's so many people who bring fish down yeah. there, and they're like, we have so much, they just fry it up, give it to you. All the time. I mean, it's, it's a big family down at the old Smorgasburg. Yeah. Twan C is kind of a regular. There are so many that we're missing. There's just there's too many. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. Zeke, your brother. Yeah, and the best is there. It's always somebody on a different day. You can always find somebody down there, 
you go in there by yourself if you want to get like a quick meal or maybe a drink, and there's always somebody down there to talk to. Absolutely. Or even you meet somebody from out of town who's cool, and you just start shooting the shit. I met uh, I met somebody I, that I did a loan for down there one time, and I ended up hearing his name, and I said, hey, is that you? And he goes, wait a minute. You're the kid from the bank. I know that voice. And we, we just got loaded for about eight hours. I ended up blacking out, locked, locked my door on my girlfriend that night. I had a tough go. But... Nice. Oh, unreal. Unreal. Oh, hey, quick, <laughs> quick, quick cheers for the bar. Let's yeah. hear it for the bar. Let's the hear bar. it for Let's the bar. Wow, that was crazy. <laughs> All right, without further ado, let's get you all to what you came here to see, and that is this week's edition of The Fraudcast. You think she's a fraud? I think everyone's a fraud. I guess, I guess I'll start, and I'll stay on topic. Um... Of what we've been talking about this whole time. And I'm going to do a first time, uh, I don't even know how to say it, pass fraud? First time home buyers? <laughs> first time back to the future frauds. Not back to the future, whatever. We're going three years ago from yesterday. Uh, June 24th, Adam's birthday. I think it was Friday Night Fiesta. I was 2017, three years ago. I was 22, so it was my second fiesta. I already had a round with it. If it was my first fiesta, whatever. I get out of Luco, like we're talking about, and I'm sitting outside St. Peter's Club by myself for some reason. I don't know what happened to all my friends. Um, I get a text from my mom. Hey, Jason, you want me to come pick you up? I don't know why I didn't say yeah, because I needed a ride. Next thing you know, I'm on the fucking freak out. (laughs) I get on the freak out, and I I put the seat down, and it gets locked. And I'm there for... I'm not even kidding, like two, two and a half hours, I have no idea what to do. I got a couple of friends with me from Salem, and I'm just like, at some point, like, fuck, what do I do? And you know what I do? Who, who gets into that situation? My brother. My brother's a drunk idiot. He would find himself in that situation. I call him, no answer. Fuck. Now what? Who's the second person that would get themselves into that situation? A drunk idiot? It's our co-host, Mackenzie Paul Quinn. He answers the phone. And I'm like, fuck yeah, he's going to know what to do. Little did I know. I did know. I don't know why I was hoping. Plot twist, he didn't know what to do. He was straight out, couldn't talk, black out. <laughs> hey, Kenzie, I'm stuck on the freak out. Yeah, dude, yeah, dude whatever. Hang up. <laughs> and that is this week's Proud of the Week. <laughs> Mackenzie Paul Quinn. I think this is the first time we've given one of our own yep. Proud of the Week. Besides Drew. Yeah. Uh, He's a he's a fraud <laughs> Hall of Famer at this point. <laughs> but but Kenzie, he was uh, someone I thought I could count on. If that was my brother, and he he didn't answer my brother, I'll give him some slack. But Kenzie answered, and it was just like, "Fuck you, dude." Not really, but he was just like, "Yeah, whatever." whatever. <laughs> Next thing you know, I we had to call the cops. I got we called the cops on me to get out. The cops came. They had no idea what to do. They had to go wake up the carnies. That's why I'll never say a bad word about the Carnies. But they had to wake up the Carnies. The Carnies came and got me out. Lord and Savior's Carnies, Gossip Fiesta. But that's this week's Fraud of the Week. I want to I wanted defend myself in the worst way just for picking up the phone, even though Zeke didn't. But I'm still broken up as a person to what happened that night. I've never taken more pride than somebody having the faith in me to be that dumb to get into that situation, yet, <laughs> yet know how to get out of that situation. So I, I, that's why I'm pretty busted up. I Not that I could have done anything nothing. down there. You would have done nothing. I just needed some comfort. And I, I, w- I would have brought some Crisco down. Maybe we shimmy you out of there. Like shimmy yeah, out. that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm asking my buddies to, all right, go get any beers you can out of the fridge and <laughs> get a get some margarine butter, and we're going to squeeze out of this thing. I was, I was working at it for honestly an hour and a half, like one shoulder out. I was trying to get. You needed some out. lubrication. You needed some oh. KY, something to get skinny, Tony. Yeah, I yeah, I needed to be on a diet. Maybe I would have got out. No, that's it. I mean, was there anything worse in than to hear the the click? It was so like when you like people say they get sober real quick. Like I just I heard it and I was just like, oh no, 
fuck. And I just, but I was blackout, and then I wasn't even buzzed. But I was like, how did that happen? How did you put it over I, your head? I went on the ride. When you sit on them, drunk, they're, they're I sat on about. it, and I was just like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're free to move, but when it yeah, locks, it clicks, off. you can't oh, move it. I understand, but why would you pull it down? Because you wanted to see if it fit. No, I have no, no idea. The worst part, the cops come. The liquor, Rand. The liquor. <laughs> I can't yell at the cops because they didn't arrest me, but they just started pressing buttons when we got there. And it was, oh, I was dude. If you went up, if you went up, that would. Be... <laughs> at that point, I was like, "Fuck!" Like I'm, I'm getting arrested, whatever. And I, li- I yelled. I was like, "Guys, stop pressing buttons!" <laughs> I don't like rides in general. And I was like, "If I start going up in the air, like I'm done. Like I'll just friggin'. You, I don't know. You went down the slide that night, didn't you? I did. That's what they thought. I pissed myself, but I just went down the slide. I was going to say, that's like, that's the one I'd go down if there was nothing going down there. <laughs> I'm not locking myself on the fucking what a dumb, go. What a dumb moment for me. And then the rest of the weekend, it was a Friday, I I think. It could have been Saturday, but like the next day, everyone, I'm, I'm just trying to walk and have a good time. Hey, who you got stuck on the freak out last night? <laughs> and, like literally everyone. That video will live on in my mind forever. Oh, it's unbelievable. The, the picture and his, his legs dangling, no touching. My head's down, just like trying not to get it. I think, uh, I think since that's the first time one of our hosts on the pod got fraud of the week, I think I have to relinquish my my fraud for the week. Oh, no. I think I might have to lose privileges for that. All right. All right, Adam, you're next. We could have a – yeah, we'll see. Adam, you're next. Yeah, no, it's – um. Fitting how this is all panning out because my fraud of the week is, is also Mackenzie Quinn. <laughs> you guys, you guys are fucking frustrated. We just went for in the morning, dude. I got, get off work and you guys going for a boat ride. And you don't even let me know. Oh no, <laughs> no invite. Like dude. Jason goes. Jason was like, "What? You didn't want to go on the boat?" I was like, "Dude, I didn't even know they went." How the fuck is that? Wait, you, Jason? Yeah. When we were talking before. Oh. Dude, you talked to Brooksy. Well, I'm sorry, keep. You gotta rip me up first. I definitely don't get one this week after this. I yeah, I mean, I just thought, I just thought we were buddies. I would have liked to go on the boat. <laughs> I don't. Now, now I get to thinking like, wow, they have a separate text conversation without me. That I'm they not just, involved in. Dude, that they go, fucking so, all what right. other what other cool stuff do you guys do without me? Not even to mention on birthday week, no less. Right, my birthday was yesterday. <laughs> today. Hey. I, I mean, I can't defend myself from what Jason said. I'm going to defend myself right now. Not my boat. I fucking took you out all day yesterday, you scumbag bastard. Right, but besides yesterday, yesterday is not why I'm mad. <laughs> I'll take it. Am I tied with Drew Luster for most runs of the week right now? The first two times in one week. Ah, damn. I'm a first ballot fraud affair, too. <laughs> we gotta give Luckily, I was cooking some linguista dogs on the grill when I saw it, so I wasn't too pissed off, but... <laughs> I mean, Brooks, you ripped you. That wasn't on me. Curtis, pile it on, bud. What did I do now? I don't got anything for you, and I just want to inform you, you weren't the first co-host to get it. Jason Vizina was that fraud bastard. Oh, true. True. <laughs> uh... I was going to originally go with Ricky Fowler this week for kind of taking like some digs at Bryson for getting huge and just eating golf balls for dinner. But I'm actually going to switch it up, stick on the Fiesta theme. I'm going to go with the people who run the 5K and finish in a sprint, which means they were dogging it the whole way just so they could finish strong in front of a crowd. Those are my frauds. That's something I would do. (laughs) <laughs> you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be looking like you're gassed at the final when everyone's are you anyway. are you talking about the people who finish like middle of the pack though and or like the guys who are up there trying to get a good time and like win the no no, no no yeah like the the middle to the end you know that it's like a full sprint at the end it's like why are we putting on a show here this is right you're just running it for fun there's no point to sprint towards the, the people end. that were walking at the building center started sprinting at cape man's hands exactly i'm exactly. running the 5k fiesta 5k which i would never do because i'm not a runner i would milk the shit out of that thing like 30 minutes just Pumping up the crowd, <laughs> like jog on, like let's go. Maybe I'll carry a boombox. Whoa! Hey, what during the heyday? Anybody who thought they were gonna beat Peter Zaro, oh. fraud. He yeah. was sprinting the whole way. He is a friggin' freak, dude. If you looked up for like years in the times after they come out with the times for the Fiesta 5K, it was Peter Zaro, Liam, Anastasia Murphy, just <laughs> like 
undoubtedly for like five years. You'd get an Andrew Ryan mixed in there once Andrew, in a while yeah. too. I know they talk about Peter Black being the go to Fiesta uh, Championships, but Peter Zaro, <laughs> Ace. It was it was a runaway. It was. <laughs> I'll probably Pun be the guy intended. that would run to the Gloho, have a couple drinks, and then just rejoin the pack where I would think the Rosie Ruiz. Yeah. The Rosie <laughs> Ruiz. <laughs> Hey, there we go. There's my fraud of the week. <laughs> fucking Rosie Reese probably couldn't even finish the 5K. Thought she won a fucking marathon. Dude, hit up LOL just to get a quick cab ride. <laughs> he gave me a ride home on the night I got stuck in the free car. I had no money. He gave it to me for free. Unreal. It's, it's all coming together now. Like a nice Seinfeld episode. Shout out to the Dones. They're usually at the corner when you come around towards Pratties handing out some beers mid 5K. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Mike Muniz one time shotgunned one of those beers and threw up promptly after the shotgun mid-race. Is that, I got a question. I mean, you're guaranteed wearing the ribbon. Yeah. Are you wearing it every day? Yeah. Unless I, I probably lose it. Adam, are you a Sunday guy? Yeah. I you, got don't my, the ribbon? you don't wear the I ribbon? Got, I got my ribbon. I'll wear it. Oh, so yeah. I'll wear it uh, Saturday. I think I got a... Uh, I think I'm a one career fiesta wearing the pin on one day. And I have to believe that it was romp day. You don't get a pin every year? It was white romp day. No, I get one, but uh, I, I I don't think I'm very I'm very white. I don't think I've ever really worn it. But well, white romp day, I actually ex girlfriend hung out with her family, big time Italians. I don't know why I thought wearing a white romper on Sunday fiesta with a bunch of Italians was great, but it was electric. It was- a good look. It was. It was the worst punishment of all time. I ended up, my crotch ended up ripping. I ended up showing her mom. She wasn't happy. Yeah. Speaking of that, double fraud, Santo still hasn't done his fantasy football punishment. Yeah, what are we going to wait till football starts I again? He's always the one bitching. Oh, my God. He is. He, Dirty. What do you got for us? <laughs> I just went at him. We're passing it off to Ken's, but he's punished this week, apparently. Oh, I thought you had um, Rory or whoever you were calling out in the golf. Well, I did. I had Ricky Fowler for the Bryson Shade he was throwing in right the presser. Up the sprint, right up the 5K sprinters. But the, the 5K sprinters yeah, yeah. better. Sometimes I space out. So, <laughs> what are we thinking this weekend? Is it still going to be a Viva Fever house party weekend? I thought that, I personally thought that the Italians would take St. Peter out for a stroll around the yeah. fort anyway. I don't know how that's going to go. But um, they tried rowing some races yesterday. They had the dories. There was about 45 people on the beach. Great great turnout. But um, I, I can't I, – I've heard from multiple people they're still throwing their Sunday fiesta party. So I think it's going to rip. You're going to see in a couple of weeks the coronavirus numbers spike in Gloucester <laughs> because everyone disregarded – I mean – we're talking about Fiesta. We're not even talking about the third and the fourth. Like I know. Those are, are going to be killers, too. And it's I a great weekend know. for it because it's Friday and Saturday. Friday the third. I have off, too. It's just like, what a waste. I'm hoping we see the, the fever build a little bit tomorrow because down the beach yesterday, I was talking to Gabe Castiello. Great fuck, great Fiesta guy. Takes all the videos of everyone yep. on the pole. Yep. Crops everybody's walks. Puts a lot of work in. Loves Fiesta. Gives a ton of Magi Samos. And he said, we're watching the races, and he goes, Ken's like, I have I have one built up in my throat right now, <laughs> but I don't think it's the time. He goes, no, it wasn't the time. In here, and I say, you know what? I think you're right. But people are going to end up ripping them. I think people want to rip them and just bring it back. You know who's going to rip a million Magisamas on Saturday? All lubed up. Uncle oh. Ralph? No. Well, good. Um, Brooksy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gar- guaranteed. <laughs> then he's gonna, then he's gonna have no voice on Sunday. But cause what? I, I, what you didn't you didn't party yesterday? <laughs> oh my god! Wow. We I think we gotta do. Curdy was talking about uh, the hot dog eating contest a lot on his pod. We might have to do a Saturday Fourth of July twenty two chestnut podcast. Maybe plus oh. extra people. Maybe get us podcast. Get Drew Luster over here, Curdy. That's and a genius sad. idea. Genius you might idea. have to get a little hot dog eating contest. Ten minutes. I think I get yeah. six to ten down. I'm yiffing, so I'm gonna insta insta here fast. Ten minutes. I think I, I could get ten dogs down. What's out? Sure. What's your dipping soda drink of choice? I don't think I have the stomach to dip it. I think that would instantly make me. Oh, just hot. water. I don't think I can even dip it. I think the the texture of wet bread in my mouth, the first 
hot dog. I'm dressing. Dog. I'm dressing uh, all of them with ketchup and mustard. Ketchup, mustard, ketchup, ketchup, ketchup mustard, onion. and I'm gonna have. I love Ron. And I'm going to have a brisk iced tea. And I might eat four and just enjoy the fuck out of them. Who knows? I'm just going to have two Tupperwares, ketchup, mustard, and my water jug. Dip dip, water, (laughs) ketchup, mustard, and... Hey, for anybody listening, since this is going down, obviously we're going to sponsor the dogs and everything. If you have someone that you would like to nominate to do the hot dog eating contest, maybe we'll we'll get uh, enough interest. We can put a little purse on it. We'll I mean, we Mike. already got one person signed up. Little next signed up already. Oh, little. Did he? he no, he just probably heard this. Like, he wa- hey, he wants to be. He wants to be on the pod. We're gonna have him on, but we uh, need him on. maybe I don't know if Drew will eat the hot dogs. But him and Mike Luster announcing from the couch, we do have a PA system. You need Mike Luster on the PA. So no, I mean that would be tremendous. Anybody in their friend group, you want to nominate somebody? Um, I need Prison Mike on the on the PA. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Oh, that'd be too funny. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm broken up about the third, too. We might have to go to the Fallfords and have a couple beers midday on the third. Yeah. I don't know if you're Oh, worried. we should park the truck and have some truck I told Jaybird we ha- we should sit on the parade route. We'll get, we'll, I'll, I'm going to order some of uh, the, the crackers off Amazon. We'll have ourselves a little day. On the 3rd of July, the crowd's grown thin over the couple years, but it's still the best. It's still the best and every year. The, the what's the, what do they call it? The nucleus is still there. Oh, yeah. You still got the, the key people there. When the Sox won the World Series, Kenzie Sox, that is, that was electric. We, we, uh, uh, Cody, I'll send you th- that picture. It has to be, that picture was unbelievable. Unbelievable. The Boulevard is the best part of that, and it, it feels so short because it's like a two hour concert, but it's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. So the, when that parade, when, when my Little League team won, we were like in the that back. Picture's- we're in the back of this guy's truck to start the parade. And we're like, dude, like we're in public. We're with a bunch of little leaguers. We don't know about drinking. The second we turn on to Centennial, when we drive by the Beehive, we just started getting beers thrown at us. And at that point, it was whatever. I was going to say, by the time you got to us, you seemed a little drunk. So. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> what are you going to do? The year before, I think we were funneling beers out of the street cones. Yep, we got a picture oh, yeah. of that as well. I mean, the third's been the best for our whole life. I mean, yep. me, you, Curdy, have been ripping it at the Gilardis. The best was... That's from, like, 96. On hey, if you haven't... No. If you've had a cup of cuckoo juice from a gelati third party, <laughs> come on now. It's, that was, it, like, the first... It might have been the first sip of alcohol I ever had. Yeah. Now it's after the parade walking down to the light show, you get a... A to-go yeah. juice because you, you're the VIP. Yeah, you spent you spent many years there. You'll give the uh, you'll see the Joe Fishes, the oh. Fa, the Fazos, the uh, the Joe Fuzzes down there. Cousin Jimmy. Yeah. Go. That's an all-time crew. Yeah. I remember one year they got ripped by water guns. The next year they everyone bought a water gun and the people tried Dude. to come with water gun and they just sprayed them. Dude, the so water. Lenny's daughter Madison was on the cheering team. And they absolutely ambushed the chair yeah. squad with water balloons. It was unbelievable. <laughs> but, and that's the thing is they, you start the parade there. So you're getting the best parade from everybody right. coming out of the, coming out of the high school. Everyone's max effort. Max effort from everyone. So you're getting the best part of the parade and then you still have the sun out to rip right. it up for the rest the of the day. The best part is, I mean, at the Fulford, it's, it's almost dark when it ends. Yeah. When it ends at the Gilardi's, you got three more hours. And go play on the field. Yeah, a little wiffle ball. But, I mean, this this has just become an absolute Gloucester cast. This is unreal. Yeah, right. This, this is on everything we're missing out. And I, it's, I'm, I got my juices pumping right now. guys doing the shit. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, just sun. I mean, I, I've spent Sunday at Fiesta with the Philpots for like five years now. And just that's, that's a wonderful day. you lucky enough to go watch the winner of the poll from, I mean – it feels like under the pole. You're on the committee boat with Ralphie. Ralphie's whipping that thing around like he only he can. Yeah, that's and probably. You feel, you feel like the wind is going to take the flag. Drop him in the boat. That's like. That's got to be the best part, for me. It's just like. I can't even explain it until yeah. you're out there. <laughs> like you really can't. You get to follow the races. Uncle Ralphie's calling it on the walkie-talkie. Who's in the lead? How many seats? Places buzzing, dude. You're yelling for your buddies that are grinding it out in the boats, rowing. And then the Polk, dude, it's just like us. Whatever your Sunday Fiesta experiences is, it's just like raises it times 10. Sneaky part of that is when you get get out on the boat 
the cats on the mooring out there by uh, stage four, and they're all they're all absolutely tanked right as you get out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they have a day. Their their favorite day is Wednesday. They just go well, probably not their favorite day, but Did Wednesday. You, there were eighteen Wednesday. of them on the boat yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was unreal. Phil Phil Francis going live, cousin Phil. You guys go on the boat. I go to I go parade, family party, get some food in me, a couple beers, and then Joe Sands. Dude. The Joe Sands pregame. The Sunday, Sunday Fiesta uh, spreads are like uh, no other. Dude, walking walking the pole on Sunday is unbelievable. You got Vinny Goombats, all the legends, kind of. I've walked it twice, and you get the best. And everybody's just so happy. It's Sunday Fiesta, all the people feeling it. But um, you were lucky enough, as I was, to see one of your buddies win from the wall. Oh, there's nothing. There, I, I didn't think I was I would get that excited. If you show me the video, like if I have the video, I, I literally was in a kayak and almost passed out. I was screaming so loud that I got the... The little dots. You see the dots, and I was like, "Whoa, Jason, calm down." I had I had my little old. We called it the oyster, my flip phone, and I had my father on it. And it's like he wasn't down there watching. He's like, Who, "Who's got it? Who's who's walked well?" And I'm like, "Ollie's up right now." So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna stay on the phone." And Ollie gets halfway. I'm like, "He's gonna fucking do it. He's gonna." And he gets to the end, and I'm just screaming. I dropped the phone. Me and Cahill jumped in and swam in with Ollie. And I ended up seeing my dad later, and he was like, who won the poll? And I'm like, you couldn't tell by the, the phone just hanging up on you. Yeah. But uh, that was um, – that was, and that was when we were young, so that was a big thing. That was awesome. That was when you, you guys – was it, were you even 20? We were young. No, we weren't. No? Where we, no, I like think we were 20? like 20. That's unreal. The best is trying to explain to your college friends the Grizzly Bowl, and they just don't – they can't wrap it. I was it's trying to explain to my too. dad why I couldn't go home that night because Ali D won the poll. And he was like, <laughs> Sunday night, you're going home. I go, Dad, I, I can't go home. <laughs> I ended up ultimately losing the battle. But people, people, <laughs> people that don't get live on the coast, don't get what it's like to live on the coast. But even people who live on the coast, if you try to explain that we have a bunch of pilings in the middle of our harbor with a telephone pole that goes out 90 degrees and we grease it up with a ton of shit and put a flag on the end, yeah. you're like, dude, what, what the fuck are you talking about? I, you almost just want to send them the YouTube video that they put on friggin' uh, NBC every year or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, what a sad, what a sad podcast. Wrap it up. Uh, I don't think it was sad. I think we'll, we made we'll make do with what we got. The city of Gloss will 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 rally a little bit, hopefully. But right, coming that, back with a vengeance, twenty twenty one. I don't even want to know. Dude, what's imagine back. that. <laughs> but we'll have to wait on it. Another, there it is. Another one in the books for the boys. The Beneath the Bar. A little Good to talk a little bar this oh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, I think we need to shout out uh, our um, our sound analyst, Pat, from last year. I believe he just won a contest, and uh, he got one of those tasty licks on an actual CD, which is unbelievable. CD? What, uh, what's this, 1995? Fucking album? I don't know, dude. <laughs> He's on Spotify. He, he won a contest. He got to be on some guy's Spotify. Good for him. I mean, he gave us these tasty jams. So, Patrick, take us out of here. You want to go to the bar? Yeah, I'll go to the bar. Beneath the bar. Yeah, I'll take another. Bartender! You're a fraud. This is Beneath the Bar, presented by TBLC.